Hello and welcome everybody to Team Fight Talk Show. We are back. Doey here along with Frodan. And guess what? We've got a very special episode because, you know, we just started the Giant Slayer series this week. It's a team tournament, so we thought we'd have a team edition of Team Fight Talk Show. We've got Emily Wang and Kiyun here, the two members of the 31 slash 32 or out of 32. How do you, I don't know how you want me to say, Kiyudis. And uh, we're so happy that you guys are on the show. Uh, Emily, how's it going? Not well today. Um, besides, like a storm that took out my power for a while, but everything else is great. That's good. No, no tornadoes or anything like that. That's if you're in the Midwest, it's always nice when it's only yeah. the storm and not the cyclone. Kiyun, how about you? How's it going? Oh, I'm doing good. Nothing much. Just been streaming. And all right. <laughs> cool. And Frodan, how have you been? Uh, it's great. You know, I think that um, we found our groove a little bit with, uh, you know, where TFT set 5.5 is. I do think that this new patch that came out with 11.16, we're not entirely sure about it. I, I played all day today. Was it wasn't super good results. Uh, I think the meta feels relatively the same at the moment, but, you know, maybe time will tell. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. But uh, maybe we can learn something from our, our two pro gamers we, we have with us today. First of all, the first thing I want to learn is... 31 out of 32 cuties like tell us tell us how you arrived at that team name like maybe there's like a meme that i i missed in all the memory that goes on the scene but like i want an an explanation one of you i'm just gonna throw it out there whichever one of you wants to answer first you can go for it who's gonna be you can answer okay so this part has to do with me so um at msi the mid-set finale um i think me and soju had like a bet to see who would do better and like we were oh, both confident. I yeah, we, okay. <laughs> we were both confident that we would move past day one. But then I think like I placed thirty one out of thirty two <laughs> people, and then Soju placed thirty out of like thirty two people. <laughs> I remember. And it was like no. a really big meme. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I had forgotten about that. I you know I didn't want to connect it to anything negative, but uh, but I you know. <laughs> I remember that. All right. But hey, solid day yesterday. 42 points overall in the standings. You guys are in the middle of the pack, more or less. But it's only, you know, the first week, right? So obviously the points are going to change a lot. Uh, did the event feel pretty good? Were you happy with the games? Were you happy with the team synergy? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had fun. I liked it because it was like, there was like no that much delay between the games. And it was like four games. So it was like a mm. fun time. Yeah, four games feels like it's like the right amount of tournament games because yeah. when you play like six or like, you know, when you play the checkmate format, you need to go like all the way to maybe like seven games or more. I don't know. Like I get I get dizzy casting. I can't even imagine trying to play, uh, especially in front of like an audience and stuff. So Yeah, like your brain definitely starts to turn off after four games, like from a casting perspective. So I can only imagine how it is like as a player. Like I know if I'm laddering, I get to like game five and six and I'm like starting to click around on my other monitor and stuff. I'm like, okay, I just I need a break. My brain is not able to focus anymore. Um so on these like weekend tournaments, I think it makes sense to do more than four games in a day to get a good litmus of who the best players are. But when it's a multi-week tournament, I think four games per day is 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 perfect. Uh, since we're kind of on that topic suddenly, what what do you think? Uh, what What's the sweet spot as far as games per day, Emily? Uh, I think like four to five is good. Uh, four felt, felt pretty good because it was like three hours, I think, three-ish hours. It wasn't too much yeah. downtime. And I think even the fourth game, like we were still having fun and it was still just fresh kind of. Oh, uh, all right, cool. I think we, I, we may have lost our producer there for a second. 
But uh, we'll be back in a moment. I guess we'll just kind of pretend that the show's still going. Maybe you're seeing us. Maybe you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, what, what's up? It's still going. Oh, second it is? Okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll just keep going right. then. Okay. Uh, yeah, here we are. All right. Oh, wait. It says be right back. Oh, all right. Here, we're back. We're back. Yes. All yeah. right. Conquering technology. But this gives us a great opportunity to segue away from the esports talk because we're not supposed to get there yet and go back into the format that we had planned, which is to talk initially about the 5.5 meta. The patch just came out today. Obviously, there haven't been a lot of games played on it yet. Uh, some of the things this patch was trying to do was bring down the Tristana builds a little bit, like nerf the rats slightly, but also bring things up like Legionnaire. Um, Kiyun, uh, you, uh, I, I know none of us have really played a ton of games on this yet, but between talking to people, seeing streams, maybe playing a couple games yourself, like, what are your initial impressions of 5.5 here? Or uh, this patch? 5.5 or just this patch? Um, let's, let's go on 5.5 first, and then we'll get into the patch just uh, in a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think yeah. overall, compared to set 5, I think 5.5 is a lot better than 5. Mostly because set 5 was all, like, linear comps. It was just 6 Forgotten, 6 mm. Dawn, 6 Redeemed, and it was, like, basically the same. Just ro rotating um, linear comps. But this this set, there's uh, a lot more, I guess, viable comps. But then it's still, like, still like the main uh, same comps, like A-Bomb, um, Yasuo. Mm -hmm. Uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, I think okay. I think it's a lot better than the five. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree. You're you're nodding as well, Emily. You're kind of in that same boat. Yeah, I think definitely five point five is um better than five. I feel like it's just more fun, a little bit more flexible, and not as confusing for people who don't play that much. So yeah, it's definitely definitely better. Wait, this is okay. I'm looking at this meta screen. Why? Uh -huh. <laughs> It's like almost like it's recommending for you to play Aphelios, but do not do not do this. No, yourself. don't yeah. don't do play not Aphelios. play Aphelios. It's one of those I, things where it's like a high win rate comp, but that's only because the people play it like when they have a really good opportunity, like towards the end of a game. It's not something you just like no, go through a game and be like, I'm Rangers, you know, it's it's when people get like the Nico start, they high roll like yeah. Akshan on seven and then they like somehow got like Akshan off Karasar or something and they had like Akshan two at four five and then they're like fast nine and then they're like, oh, I guess I'll play Aphelios, and then all of a sudden the data is like, "Whoa, Aphelios Cup!" I don't know. It's, it's usually yeah. how it comes together. I don't. I don't, don't play Aphelios. It's bad. <laughs> it is bad. I tried it a couple times the other day. It was. It was awful. What What's been like the the preferences as far as uh, what you've been enjoyed playing the most of? Is it more Kian? Do you find yourself more kind of trending towards um, playing what is quote unquote the good comps, or do you kind of just like to do your own thing? Um. Actually. Uh... <laughs> If I were to like climb and only care about LP, I would probably play like one or two comps only. Mm. Then lately, I've been like um, subconscious about like uploading, uploading different um, what is it gameplay on YouTube. Ah. So <laughs> every time I play the same comp over and over again, my chat just goes like badge or something. Like they're just watching <laughs> the same comp. So I try to keep it like different. But wow, are you worried about uh, the delicate balance between entertainer and professional gamer? Uh, I mean, right now I feel like LP is kind of like meaningless because it's like people that are qualified for regionals are already qualified. Fair enough. It's kind of like a downtime, so it doesn't really matter. But I think it's definitely, um, yeah, something I just consider when I'm playing games. All right. So, uh, what's the most fun comp to play right now? Most fun? I think action's up there. Action two. 
it's it's like one of the most hardwell comp, but it's like once you get there and you hit action two, it's like really fun seeing your action one v nine. Except but... for yesterday when me, Q, and Impressive Event were queuing together, and 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 Q made an action two, he's like, "You guys are going down," and then he went fifth. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I was the strongest, and I went I went fifth. Yeah. Wait, so Becca today mm. was playing, she hit mm. Akshan 2, and she went 8th, so <laughs> I don't know how to read that comp sometimes. I, I feel like I feel like Akshan sometimes randomly ints, but because uh, I can't really tell, because the action is so fast, and it's really hard to track what's going on sometimes. He can, like, swing in front of a Velkaz sometimes and just get, like, evaporated and stuff like that. Uh, I, I still like it in the 6 um, Sentinel variety, where you play it mathematically correct. And you make sure that he gets a speed buff right away, and then he tends to do a little bit better. Uh, but Emily, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. What what have you been enjoying playing lately? Uh, has it been much Akshan or uh, other um, things? No, I think from like a couple few weeks ago, my favorite was just a bomb plus Heimer, and then like I, I think I was climbing a lot with it, and then. I also had the same problem as Q, where like I literally had three YouTube uploads in a row that was a bomb. Heimer or like a bomb something and i was like okay yeah. i can't keep doing this so i started playing other stuff and then i didn't climb as much but you know what it doesn't matter being youtube is uploading cool content is more important than lp it's true it's true i watched it's your true. most recent video emily where Boxbox's mom was like or Boxbox like my mom watches your videos so <laughs> please don't embarrass me and then emily beat Boxbox uh one two <laughs> Hey, well, you know, it happens to everybody, right? You know? It is kind of losing, cold. To losing to Emily Wang, it's true, it's true. Everyone, everyone gets wanged eventually. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's true. Well, let's, let's uh, fast forward a little bit and talk about uh, the actual patch for today. And, and uh, I don't really know how much we're going to all have to say about this because initial indications are that, uh, like Fred, I mentioned earlier, things are not really all that different. It's only one day into it. So I guess, Emily, uh, my question to you is sort of like, do you see uh, possibilities for things kind of changing? Or if you could pick one thing that's going to kind of emerge that doesn't really exist right now because of this patch, do you, uh, what would you think it would be? Well, can I first say what it's not going to be? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So today I queued up, excited to play a game, saw the Karma buff, made a oh, Karma no. 3, and I went third <laughs> to Rats. So I can tell you, Karma is not it. But, um, yeah. Wow. I think... Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, uh, I'm, I'm looking at your lol chest to see what happened this game. Wait, I was also mm. looking at <laughs> yeah. doctors, Frodan, and Kiyun are on the scene. Okay, but um, I think like okay. Raven was always pretty good, and he's probably a little bit better now. So, sure. why that? do you have the Archangel staff on your karma if it's karma three? Wait, because there was no other options. You know, Archangel Steph doesn't do anything. You just you basically put a rod on her. No, no. It's, my... it's this last carousel. It's okay. No, okay. my karma was hard stuff two items the whole time. And then the last carousel, that was like the only possible item that made sense unless I wanted to put a locket on her. Which maybe it's better. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still a rod. And at least you get defensive stats. Maybe it is better, actually. <laughs> she would have survived the Tristana. Wait, I, I saw the EOS Masters 3, and then people are winning with Karma. So I'm not Wait, sure. no. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Profile. I saw the Ray's Masters 3, and people in his lobby was winning with it. Yeah, okay. I think it's not too bad. It's just I didn't uh, yeah, have upgraded frontline. I think my... it's better, but yeah, it's still like not S tier yeah. probably. Very struggling well, a little bit right now. It's, like, it's, 
barely get fourth. Uh, three is, by the way, I think global rank one right now, right? Um, yeah, I was um, watching a stream earlier. I mean, Karma could be one of those things too, where it's like it's a it might be a comfortable top four comp, right? Where it's like mm -hmm. if you play it, you're not expecting to win the lobby. You're just expecting to get a little bit of LP and move on with your day, you know. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's where we're at, possibly. If you if you if you roll very well, it probably still does take a little bit of a high roll to to get there. But yeah, you need like the front line to play her, I think. But it's kind of hard mm -hmm. to hit like the volley, Ivern, Garens, and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, I suppose. <clears throat> I will say that, like, I think if there's one prediction about this patch is that I think Draven becomes a lot more of a viable carry that you can rely oh, on, yeah. to, like to like top two. I think that like. In the past patch, it felt like Draven was only if you really couldn't hit the other good uh, AD carries. Like, um, you couldn't hit, obviously, Lucian, or you couldn't get, like, Jax going online. Sometimes you just play, like, Draven, Two Forgotten, and just play, like, Revenant, Mystics, and hope you get for third place or something like that. Mm. Now it actually feels like you can win lobbies. Um, and also, I think you, like, corroborate that, or you, um, you, you correlate that with, like, the items that are getting buffed. So, like... Demon Slayer is a little bit better. I think the new the Rage Blade buff is actually really good uh, for Radiant uh, Rage Blade. It's actually very, very solid because it helps you ramp up the attack speed. And that kind of stuff's like exponential. And then the most important thing is nerfing like the oppressive aura items like Radiant Redemption and Sunlight Cape because like it was just almost like feels so bad to, ne to not pick it even if it feels like your composition doesn't really need it because they were so much stronger than everything else. The item imbalance there was like way too big. So I think this, these are like some of my favorite changes in the patch so far. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, let's talk about Legionnaires a little bit. So Legionnaires got a rework, and I I was wondering if we'd see some sort of like blade mastery kind of thing come out where you can stack Legionnaires and just get like a carry that's able to just sustain super hardcore. But we kind of already have that in Jax. Um, you know, there's been the Riven builds out there and stuff like that. People have been kind of experimenting. Are any of the Legionnaires looking uh, carry worthy if you go deeper into that trait, Kian? What do you think? Um, I think definitely. Or I actually didn't play a single game on this patch, but I just looked at a lot of people's match history. Uh -huh. Like I've seen a lot of like Draven's top four, as um, Proto mentioned. Um, I think Riven's a lot better with the healing, mm -hmm. and I think Yasuo's around the same as well. So I think it's definitely slightly better, but I'm not sure like how much better it is compared to before. Because I know before like Riven three was really strong. It, it performed well in twenty as well. So right. But is it going to be worth it to go deep into the Legionnaire tree? That's what that's what some of us were trying to figure out earlier today. Oh, like we were doing some tests like again. Like six Legionnaire still doesn't seem like really a, a viable way to go. Maybe there's like a four Legionnaire build out there, but uh, I I haven't seen anything that looks super convincing to me yet. I think the issue with Legionnaire is um, all the Legionnaire units have like no CC. Hmm. So if you run if you happen to run six or eight, um, you're always lacking CC and frontline, and it always like kind of falls off. Especially since they lost, we lost Mordekaiser from set five. There's like no tank um, legionnaire as well. It's like really that's hard true. to pull off six or eight legionnaire. Oh, that's from like what I played before. Like I, I tried six legionnaire, I tried eight legionnaire, but even though I high rolled and had hit everything, I wasn't able to always win. I was I was always getting like third or fourth with it. Maybe this makes legionnaire spat stock go up a little bit. Yeah, I think Possibly. there's gonna be more like legionnaire spat carries, stock. especially with the healing stock. Like Heimer, yeah, maybe. Every, everything's stock now in TFT, you know. That's uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah, a rule. Fancy TFT room to solve. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit like uh, it kind of goes back to like uh, the big spatula changes. I kind of miss having like Legionnaire maybe be um, uh, something that you can make because maybe maybe because Hellions are just too strong and it's kind of funny to see things like downgrade to like a chibi anime version of itself. 
But um, you know, I I I, I kind of wish that the spatula emblems felt a little bit more natural. Right now, it still doesn't feel like spatula is a good item, and I still rather just mm. greed for fawn and hope for it. So mm. I don't know. Like the legionnaire changes makes me wish that the hellion spat uh, was still legionnaire spat. Yeah, it's a good point. You still need like a tome of traits to find it in a lot of cases, but at least it's out there. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's that's interesting. I, I usually like to have, you know, big conversations about the patches and things, but this is the first patch in a while where, you know, it, on paper it looks like there's some pretty significant changes, but so far, at least in a day of games anyway, not noticing any not noticing anything huge, you know. So I'm pretty sure that's gonna change. I'm pretty sure like somebody's gonna discover something, but for now, it seems like business as usual uh, on the ladder, but I think we'll all be checking out profiles and watching uh, watching streams as much as possible. Uh, any any final comments from anyone on the meta of the patch at the moment before we move on? We went over it kind of fast. Um, no? Not really. I mean, Nocturne uh, was kind of good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's our uh, TED Talk, our group TED Talk on the meta. Let's move on. I will, I will, I will oh. say one thing. Yes. I will say one thing is that there's a Korean challenger player that was like having some pretty decent success in the beginning day with Kale comps. I spent like oh. my entire afternoon trying to play Kale and see like if I could figure out the the build. Do not do it. It's so it's so much bait. Like it's like I I don't know I don't know how this comp ever survives long enough for Kale to activate into Super Saiyan three. But it's like really really hard to get does. to that point. But, but like, over too fast. but like every now, I think I think it's completely like lobby dependent. Like if everyone's going like Lucian, I think Ko can win because then Lucian's damage is like cut down by the four or six knights. But like if anyone plays like a single Heimerdinger, you just lose because you can't ever get past their revenants. And the Heimerdinger just two shots your Ko even if even through GA. So I don't know. Like I I was trying to figure out the the Ko thing and I just feel like it's not good. So if someone tells you like oh Ko's like viable or something, stop trying stop trying to convince the streamers to play Ko. It's it's just a bad comp. All right. Well, yeah. sorry. I think no, Ko's no, good if you if you're level nine and you have your own revenant front line. All the yeah. revenants are super broken. Fiddle so you're stick, saying Ivern, Volibear, they're just way too overpowered. So you're saying if you're going to win or place highly anyway because of other things on your board, then Kale is okay to put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Yeah, all right. Just yeah, wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment called Agree. That's right. And our first question of the day for Agree is the difficulty of balancing traits like Abomination isn't worth the cool factor. Emily, we'll go to you first. Agree? Um, I think I agree. But I... I... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you have to give a reason. Why do you agree? Um, because I think like even though it's fun for a little bit, what ends up happening is you're just like molding over how broken it is for like three months, and it's never worth the headache. Okay, that's reasonable. Kyun, what do you think? Uh, the difficult balancing traits like a bomb isn't worth the cool factor. And it's not that cool, by the way. I really. Whoa, wait, what? I, I like a bomb. Oh, that's what? nice hard. Compared to like, <laughs> after you uploaded like... three YouTube videos and <laughs> farm the views? I, I disagree. I disagree with this. Oh, okay. You disagree. Okay. Why do you I disagree? Mean, <laughs> I mean, as like, person who plays in Success 1, I really like um having like one super carry or like one big unit like mech, mm -hmm. um, even Caltus sometimes. Yeah, and then A bomb. But I think the biggest issue with A bomb isn't the A bomb. It's, it's the revenant units. I think those units are way too mm, yeah, maybe. like 
they they work way too well with Ebon is the issue. Okay, well, Frodan, what do you think? Agree or disagree? Uh, disagree. Cool factor is why we like playing games. I think, like, if anything, TFT needs more things like this, especially in set five. Set five in particular, the big one of the there, there's there's obviously like a lot of different things that they could have done better. You know, I think balance was one thing that people have always pointed at, but just from like a systems design, a lot of the traits aren't inherently as interesting as they were in previous sets. Um, we've even started borrowing mechanics, right? Like Forgotten just literally turned into warlords at this point. So, you know, I, I feel like uh, Abomination is very cool because uh, it kind of combines like this effect of cybernetics from set three with kind of like the cultist and elementalist and mech from the previous sets. And like having this, I, this, this power fantasy of just like, you know, sacrificing or splitting up power in order to... Um, in order to like you know figure out what is the best way to build a bomb do you make a bomb to carry do you make the individual units to carry like the brand three reroll that started coming out um with the blue buff and the morello and stuff there's a lot of different things that you can do about it because tft is like if, if, it, if it didn't exist then literally everything is about just itemizing your carry with the three best items and that's that's like what that's like all it is Traits like A-Bomb actually challenge you to think, like, what do you want to actually do? How do you position those units? Because sometimes you have four Abomination units that all have items that you want relevant. So how do you, like, juggle that? Like, these kinds of aspects, I think, are really interesting and are worth the cool factor. But, you know, the first part of it is, like, the difficulty of balancing it. And I don't know. They nerfed A-Bomb, and, and it still seems pretty good right now. And I don't know how many times they've nerfed it, and it's still going to be a top-tier comp. We'll see. I think I think Emily's right in that these kind of traits uh, always will end up being, you know, either on the very strong side or unplayable, kind of depending on the balance. It's very difficult to balance them. But that said, I'm sorry, Emily, but I have to disagree with this as well in that I, I think it is just really cool. And I do like what Frodan said, that it does make you think about the game a little bit in a different way, too. And I feel like, too, we've seen this style of trait evolve over time. Mech was, in a certain sense, a very basic version of uh, of Abomination, right? And then uh, we had Galio, which was kind of an interesting take on it as well. And so I feel like we're seeing this type of trait evolve over time. And where we do have a lot of inv invisible traits, essentially, where you can't really see any visual impact of what's going on, it is kind of cool to have something so obvious. So... I wouldn't be opposed to a set that didn't include a trait like this. It might be kind of interesting to take a break from that kind of thing and see how it is. But uh, but I do like them, so I hope they keep doing them at some point. So I'll have to disagree, Wait, just, but it's like a light disagree. Oh, go I ahead. just want to say, like, um, for I really like having, like, the cool factor because I think having the, like, casual players, for example, um, play is really big or having the people who like really want to play because there is some cool factor in a game like this. Mm -hmm. But I really just think A-Bomb is not that cool. And like having the balance issues surrounding this trait was just not worth it. Even though I have a lot of games of A-Bomb, right, right. but like uh -huh, it's, uh -huh. it's because it's broken, mm -hmm. not because it's cool, by the way. What, Emily what, what is, wants what is boring cool... big brain TFT huh? games. I understand. Okay. What, what's a cool comp for you, Emily? What do you uh, think is like a cool trait? Yeah. What do you uh, think is a cool trait? Um, I mean, I thought like right now. This is taking too long. Uh oh. Uh, oh no. Uh, oh no. She, she's making <laughs> stuff up. Everything's, making... everything's cool, actually. <laughs> everything's cool. <Yeah>. Oh, everything's <laughs> cool. Okay, everything's cool. Yeah. Everything is awesome. We're getting Lego movie in this uh yeah, podcast now. Okay. Well, 
That's 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 fine. Uh, let's go on to the next. Oh, chat disagrees. By the way, sorry, Emily. Everyone's everyone's getting up on Emily. I feel really bad about this now. Uh, but uh, let's move on to the next question and see where we're all at on this one. Stage one is perfectly fine and doesn't need to be changed. Kiyun, agree? Stage one is perfectly fine and doesn't need to be changed. Um, right now, agree, agree, agree. Okay, why? I think stage one. I had, or not me personally, but like a lot of people, including me, um, really hated like the amount of like openers you could have. Like some people can start with like literally two gold. Some people can start with like like eighteen gold. But right, but a lot of changes and like the devs listening and everything. I think the the gap between like the low roll star and the high roll star is like closer now. Mm. So I think it's it's a lot better. Stage one. Okay, so you agree. Uh, yeah. Um, sounds like perfectly fine is a I think a strong word. Right, like, that's the idea. These are like, strong like, statements. Like, yeah. I'm happy with it now, but I don't know if it's perfect. I don't think there's any. I think uh, nothing in life is perfect. So okay, like, everything could be a little bit better. No, like no matter oh. how good it is. So yeah. so does that mean you oh, don't agree? I mean, is or is this you can you can choose to agree and disagree? We've put both uh, marks in the box before. Uh. I'll 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 say I'll agree because I because I don't think it needs change, but I don't think it's perfectly fine either. So, okay. I, I still agree with the fact that it doesn't need change. So, yeah, okay. I'll agree. All right, sounds fine. Emily, what do you think? Um, I think like it's gotten a lot better over the sets and over the past months because they actually did change it. Um, I feel like it's. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about perfectly fine, but like before it was actually kind of much less fine because like you could be dropped a three cost and that would just like carry your game. Like I think earlier in set four or set five, that was the case. But now that's like not really no longer the case. So I don't think it's like perfectly fine, but it's gotten much, much better. So I have don't really have complaints right okay. now, um, except I think I got dropped like two gold and a Nico the very last second and I couldn't even buy the stuff in my shop that I wanted to dot buy because I didn't remember that that could happen. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a me thing. I think it's fine right now. Um, okay. just, just a lot better. A lot better. So it doesn't feel bad. All right. Wait, so sorry. That's... I just remember something really important. Okay. Uh, can I change the chain of my answer? Sure. We don't often oh, yeah, go uh, back and allow no, this. No, no, there, there I don't is know. one thing in stage one that really annoys me. And okay. this needs to be changed. It's so annoying. Okay. It's when you're playing a weak early stage one board that kills a creep really late, right? Yeah. And the round's about to end. Oh, and then the yeah. orb is always on the last one. And you're yeah. running as your little legend is running towards it. The end round ends and you can't buy it by your shop. It's actually the most annoying thing. 100% agree with that. Yeah. It, so I don't think it's perfectly fine. And that needs to be changed. Okay. You have to get it faster. I, I bring no, it up. You and APM, Sag. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that really happens. I feel like it happens oh. every other game or something. <laughs> I, I talk about this like once every four episodes that stage one needs to be redone. You already know my answer, Doa. I, I, I don't, I, I do not think stage one, it is not fine. It is not perfectly fine. But that's because I don't know what the solution is. Um, I personally think TFT could actually benefit a lot commercially just by cutting stage one off um, by, if, for a lot of reasons. I think like mm -hmm. one, it kind of takes a lot of the, like, I do know that, like, you want to start off slow and you want to introduce complexity time after time, right? 
but I don't think the game is that much more beneficial to like lose stage one entirely and just kind of say like, this is like how the start goes. The reason why we like, the reason why it, it's perfectly fine now, like it's not, it's not, it doesn't, I, I guess like the statement is technically true. Like it's perfectly fine and doesn't need to be changed, but can it be way better? Hell yeah, it could be way better. There's so many frustrating things inherently about stage one that doesn't make sense. Can you name one of them? I still think opening carousel could definitely use a lot of tweaks and changes to it. Um, I, I personally think that like it take, is, like TFT is just a little bit too long in game length and stage one is like takes forever to do stuff like that. Um, I, you know, a, a bunch of different like reasons could go, we could talk about it, but um, yeah, a lot of the stuff is like relics left over from Dota Auto Chess. Like we we accept it because that was the first iteration of it, but we mm. never really like seen what TFT looks like if we just start like if you have like thirty seconds and you're in stage two one and you just like have twenty gold to roll for your best comp. Like what if it's just like in, you start the game at stage two one. You have 20 gold, and no, no matter what, like after that, the 20 gold disappears, and you start at zero gold the next stage. It's like then it's like encourage you to build your first board, and I think that kind of stuff's like interesting, but it's really underexplored game design wise. That being said, I don't know if that fundamentally changes the way you play TFT. So obviously the game devs probably have these kinds of ideas and stuff, but I'd like for us to like think about that stuff moving forward because um, changing the formula of like how you play, like because everyone kind of does the same thing now. Everyone like pre levels to two one. Everyone like try to, to level at three two and roll down if they really need to. If not, just greed and go to four one. Like you want to like really continue to challenge the player base to think about puzzles in different ways. So this is the guy that doesn't like the carousel, by the way, too. Hey, that's a unique. I, 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 that I TFT the, has. I, right. I really hate the carousel. <laughs> I love the carousel, um, but uh, but that could be a whole different podcast uh, and probably has been on occasion. Yeah. But uh, I I mean this this is a tough one for me because I. I agree that things things could be better, and I'd love to see like sort of different takes on stage one in the future. Um, and I 100% agree with the fact that there needs to be a little bit more time if you your orb comes out at the end to like decide something to do with it. You know, when you get that like three gold and you don't even have time to click on the stuff in your shop, that does feel pretty pretty bad. But does it? I I'm looking at this because you can kind of look at this question a couple different ways, and I'm gonna look at this one mostly from the doesn't need to be changed side of things. And, like, if stage one never changed, I don't think it would have, like, a big detrimental impact on TFT over the, his, over the course of the game's life. I think it'd be okay. So, I'll, I'll agree with this, but it's a very... Can you give me both? Give me both, actually. Give me agree and disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm both on this one. I'm undecided. We'll put on that. Because I, I lean towards agree, but there's things I don't like either. Okay. I, I don't do the wishy-washy agree and disagree at the same time thing very often. Frodan knows that, but today's going to be one of those. Looks like chat, chat also disagrees. Okay. I think it's like the perfectly fine wording. Nothing is ever perfectly yeah. fine. It's but, a difficult um, wording. It's, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's mostly fine. It, it is mostly fine. I'll agree with that. Well, let's move on to question number three. It's not going to get any easier. Question three is the question known as there is too much backline access in set 5.5 keen what do you think um i think having backline access is good but i don't like backline access where it's like literally just gambling like sides like i don't like i don't really like the unit design of like doll claws where it's literally just 50 50 coin flip on like which side you are mm. so i don't like those type of backline access or yeah. like having some sort of backline access like for example, sins or like Aphelius ult, Hammer ult, I think it's fine. So, um, 
I think my answer is disagree. I okay. Think, I think this amount of backlash is fine, but I just really don't dislike uh, Belkos. Hmm. All right. So you're saying you're more about the coin flippy uh, left and right kind of stuff, yeah. more than the backline thing. Okay. All right. So disagree from Kiyun. Emily, what say you? Um, I felt like actually the last patch, I didn't think there was that much backline access. Um, because people weren't really playing Sins much. People weren't really even playing like Diana Viego. The only thing that could like one shot your backline was probably a Valkaz. Um, I think now people are playing like things that can reach your backline a little bit more. But at least like just speaking from last patch, I didn't think it was there was enough. Like it, it was much backline access. But maybe this this patch is different. I don't really know. Haven't played much. Hmm. What do you, so would you agree or disagree that there's too much backline access right now? Uh, probably disagree because I haven't seen much of it last patch. Okay, Frodan, what do you think? I, I don't know how Emily can say that with a straight face complaining about Karma Three lo <laughs> losing to Tristana. There's absolutely too much backline access right now, and it's like it's and, and it's exactly what makes it com uh, frustrating is exactly what Keen says, which is that it's very binary. The effects: Diana wrong mm -hmm. side, you lose a unit. You basically get minus a unit. Uh, Velkaz on the wrong side, you don't do it. Uh, Heim Heimer's turret is also capable of one shotting and stuff like that. And it's just like all these different things that um. That is just like just it's like it's it's just very uh, polarizing with the effect, right? You kind of want things to converge more into like a like a fifty fifty, and then if you position well, it's like a sixty forty. But right now, it's like the backline axis, if you set up correctly, is like eighty twenty in your favor, and then if you like position incorrectly, it's like twenty eighty. That's just very very frustrating um, as you start playing it. It does feel satisfying when like you able to like fully out position. I remember this one moment. Um, was it yesterday that Kurum like? completely like owned one person with stream. He like Zephyr the right target, Diana right there, like had everything going, Volibear in the perfect position. Like that kind of stuff feels satisfying, but it also feels like, you know, TFT, TFT is a game where you understand that you forfeit agency. If you really want to control the way every champion moves, you should play League of Legends Summoner's Rift. But like, you know, TFT, you kind of like let go of it and just you know, have uh, more dog take the wheel. But in this case, like, I feel like certain champions uh, just get completely squeezed out just due to the mobility creep that's going on with, like, Akshan and Tristana and then, like, the backline nexus that kind of disrupts stuff. Like, for example, like, the full, the full Hellion backline makes, like, Velkaz just, like, completely useless against uh, Tristana, right? Because Velkaz will always walk forward and he'll never aim at Tristana, like, ever at that case. And it's like, these kinds of things just like make it a little bit too difficult to, to counter. There's just, there's not enough counterplay. Uh, that's probably the biggest uh, uh, complaint that I have, is that there's not enough counterplay to some of this backline access stuff. Alright. Well said. I think, I think I'm going to disagree with this while also agreeing with a lot of what's been said. Because well, I disagree that there is too much backline access. I don't think there's too much backline access. But I do agree that the way that the access exists, accesses the backline is uh, a little bit rough at the moment in that it, it does feel very coin flippy sometimes because you look at who your next opponents could possibly be and you're like, well, yeah, I've got this Diana here I have to worry about. I have, I have this Velkaz here I have to worry about. And it's like I kind of just have to 
pick one side and if they're on either sides i'm like i know i'm gonna get burned by one of them if i do it and so I, i've had some rounds where i'm like trying to positioning and i feel like there's just no good answers and i don't know if the game should really exist in a state like that i feel like you should always be able to set your board up in a way where you feel marginally safe not completely safe but marginally you're like all right i think i'm pretty prepared for who i'm gonna play against and lately it's like it feels very difficult so I yeah, so I don't think there's too much backline access. I just think it's like how it gets back there is a little bit awkward to deal with sometimes. So there you go. Chat disagrees apparently as as well. And so we'll move on to the fourth and final question. Players overrate the usefulness of TFT data sites. Uh Emily, what do you think? Players overrate the usefulness. Uh I'm not sure. I don't know what players even think about TFT data. So, um, well, it, could, it doesn't need to be pro players. It can be yeah. just like players in general. Like you see people talking about on Reddit and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, well, this comp is so statistically favored. It must need a nerf, but it might not be that way practically. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't, I feel like people just listen to what soju says most of the time it's like oh soju <laughs> says this is good soju says this is bad so i'm gonna play this and not play this <laughs> so like so you're if saying we consider... people overrate soju as opposed yeah, so to if data we, like, sites pretend soju is a data site then yeah i do think people <laughs> overrate them overrate okay. data oh. sites because they're always like oh but like soju doesn't build this soju doesn't do that like soju says this is bad why are you playing this soju says this is good why aren't you playing this uh -huh. like yeah i mean they definitely like over listen to people or like sites, but I don't, I really haven't had too much experience with people like talking about data sites and I don't really use them or read Reddit much. So like, uh, I don't really know. <laughs> so then what do you do to you just watch people play, right? That's what's good. I mostly That's just good. watch people play or like I check, there's one site I do check. It's like Mobalytics because mm, I actually, okay. I just look at it like from time to time, but um, I, I don't actually really use sites. I just. Ad? I just no, it's not an ad. I'm not sponsored. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just look at it from time to time. But, but like, like, what I, do you look at at Mobalytics? Just like what the comps recommendations. Um, I just look at the comps that are like rated at the top. Um, oh, okay. And hmm. yeah, that's okay, it. interesting. Yeah. So and okay. then like I kind of just like glance at it, see what like they think is good because I know Ace like makes these, and I think he's actually pretty good at like keeping these updated so i just look at them real quick but i i don't really know how like how much people so i i don't really know but hewn maybe yeah. knows better <laughs> you have to make a decision though you have to agree oh. or disagree what's it gonna um, be a player's overrate the usefulness i don't know maybe agree kind of i we can just give her, both. Both. give her a check and, a, and an X. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll Emily has no answer because she she doesn't. I just have it. no clue about like. Right. He, he said I use Mobalytics, which is not a data site. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, data prepared by uh, one person, individually curated. Kyun, what do you think? For examples of the TFT data sites, I actually know enough. Uh, meta TFT tactics tools, even aspects of lol chess actually uh, it has data if you learn how to uh, browse through it. They overrate the usefulness of data sites. Mm -hmm. um, I think it depends on like how accurate the data is. Like I actually personally never use them except for lol chess, and I just look at people's match history. 
Yeah, same. So I don't know how accurate it is, but like it's not data. I guess it is. I guess technically it is. There's data on it. But... Sure. But yeah, I don't think actually I I actually don't know on this topic actually at all. Okay. Um, I guess I don't think they overrate it. I think it's I think it's so useful. Like depending on how you look at it. So, yeah, X, yeah. Okay, you're gonna disagree. All right, Frodan, what do you think? I, uh, I, I strongly disagree. I think that if anything, we don't use data sites enough to like drive mm. important conversations because uh, the reason why I know this is because of Hearthstone. Uh, Hearthstone is unlike Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering, Wizards of the Coast actively tries to suppress data because they they ask like sites to not publish win rates and stuff like that of of decks. Um, mm. But in Hearthstone, they keep it very open, and that actually allowed a lot of us to understand card design and have understand like what's really important about like what to do in certain situations. And I think in TFT, it's exactly what Emily said that people parrot too much of just like different things that they hear from a streamer or like different rules that they maybe have like thought like they read on a guide and they say like, oh, like this is what you're supposed to always do. Mm. Like interpreting data is a separate skill set. Like if a player like I, I do think that is something that players will get better over time. But the reality is that NA in general is too lazy. They just don't, they don't actually put the work in. They'd rather just be told what is the correct answer. They literally are just copying each other's homework in class. And Mortdog says, this is going to be on the test. And people are like, just saying like, oh, just, just let me, just let me copy your notes. So I, I think that part of it is that um, there's not enough, like, there's not enough on the line for players to want to get edge in data right now. But there mm. is an edge to be gained if you want it. But you have to understand what to do because if you, to what Keen said, if you just like look at data at the, uh, at the surface, face value, you're going to get mm -hmm. a lot of wrong conclusions. So you have to learn how to do it correctly. But if you, the, I will tell, I'll, I'll make a prediction. And like about a year or two, if TFT competitive is still around, we, you never really know what happens. Um, I'm, there's going to be a movement and wave of players who like understand it and how to use it correctly and get a severe edge on players who are too lazy to do it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's tough to disagree with that. I think at the same time, uh, right now, players kind of like Emily was saying, don't use a lot of these data sites too often. You do see Reddit threads that bring up win rates and things like that. Um, you know, obviously, developers like to bring up win rates uh, that they have from their internal data when it comes time to nerf or buff something. And there is merit to that data. But I think what a lot of people forget sometimes is that like your own game especially if you're not in challenger is going to be so vastly different from what you're watching on streams or what you're seeing in tournaments that that data from that segment of tft doesn't really impact you you can kind of play whatever you want and if you have good fundamentals you'll do okay right and it's also contextual even further than that where each individual lobby is going to be totally different and might skew data points very wildly one way or the other so i don't know if players necessarily overrate the usefulness of data sites more than just it's hard to really get much use out of data sites right now because I, I don't know if we if any of us really understand how to use them. I'm terrible statistics, so I will never understand how to use them. But, you know, even if we did, I don't think it's going to make a big difference in your own individual game on ladder. So I'll, I'll disagree with this, but for the for the reason of I just don't think a lot of people use them anyway. So it's hard to overrate something that people don't think about all that much at the moment but uh there you go chat chat agrees 
Chat thinks players overrate usefulness of data site. We got a bunch of statisticians in chat right now, apparently, trolling through all the data uh, bet, out there in okay. the world. <laughs> I bet I, I'm willing uh -huh. to put money that the majority of people who, who vote yes on this and don't understand the data, like, they don't even know what numbers to look for in terms of like average placement. Like, What is an average yeah. placement of a comp that is good, that, that, that helps you climb? If, if I ask them that number, a lot of people probably say somewhere, they probably say like 4.5 which is not true so because 4.5 is like the theoretical average of like stuff so you, you a lot of people just like don't understand that kind of thing i know that makes me sound like really arrogant but it's only because so i'm arrogant. trying to help na improve and people don't listen don't to look. me so it just don't feels try. like i'm being banging my head against the wall so i think that's also why like a lot of the better players like they look at low chess like people's low chess histories so you know if someone goes like one or two or three in a comp you like you also know what they lost to or like what they won to so like which the pure number of like an average placement of a comp doesn't show mm -hmm. usually. I don't know. I think low chess has always just been a lot of people's ways to like look at the data instead of, I, th I think what you're talking about, like the, those other sites. Yeah, well, I think that, oh, go ahead. So, oh, sorry. Uh, I think that data is like really useful. It's just that we're too lazy to look at that. Like, I, I, I think every talk... Really what I just said! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Confirmed, I confirmed. That's an agreed I think Chip is, like, one of the only games where, like, the top players don't even look at the data. Like, I personally don't look at the data because I'm too lazy. Yeah. And I could just... I could literally just look at people's match history and literally just copy them and just do it better. And then... The top players like, don't really need to, you could say, because they understand the context of each game at such a deep level that, you know, you and Emily don't really need to have those numbers to confirm to you what decisions to make on a given turn, because you just kind of know. Because you played a lot. I mean, sure. I sometimes, do. I don't know, depending on the tournament <laughs> we're talking about, but uh, sometimes in the past, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, cool. Well, I feel like we could go for an entire uh, show on this particular thing, and I'm sure uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, debates going on about this in future months, but let's move on to our eSports section of the show and it's time to talk about the giant slayer series that's right it's back it started this week we had games on monday and tuesday uh it is a team game uh, or a team tournament this time around over a three weeks of group play into a finals week in week four and uh like we mentioned earlier in the show we have one of the teams with us today uh kyun and emily wang are both on the team together so before we really get into this how did the decision because there's been a lot of like you know side bets and things like that between the two of you over time there's been a lot of rivalry so was this like a goku and vegeta kind of thing where you you finally decided to just sort of like team up oh no, no the, the rivalry i think is between me and soji oh you're Nikita. right what am i talking about all but, right i'm exposed so. you just compare emily wang and k3 soju to goku and vegeta <laughs> yeah yeah you know where they're kind of enemies but maybe eventually they'll team up Kyun, but sorry, the thing you're is, not I never because. made myself the enemy. Soju made me his enemy for no reason. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Oh. All right. Well, there you go. Kyun, what's the scouters say about um. your power level? I mean, I'm just playing with Emily because um, <laughs> I just want to like relax and have fun and maybe potentially win if we high roll. So, yeah, I'm just here for a good time. All right. Well, there you go. Let's talk about other teams in the tournament right now. Uh, obviously, Megafurs have been totally crushing it. Was it just like week one luck? Or is there is there something really incredible going on there? Uh, Megafurs is... Yeah. Uh, it's Jirachi and Buzzy Boo. Right. Jirachi and Buzzy Boo. Um, usually, 
from um, from my experience of playing TFT tourneys, day one doesn't matter, day two doesn't matter, day three doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the final day. <laughs> so, and then from from history, every single tourney, whoever did whoever performed well in day one, always disappointed the next next week. So hopefully it doesn't happen to them. But yeah, I think we're, I think we're fine. I think we're in a good spot. Oh, yeah. I... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just saying. Chat thinks uh, Emily and Keen are more like Yamcha and Curlin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> well, that I don't true? know who they are. Sorry. Oh well, They're the characters that like die. All they, the yeah, they kind of tend and, to die and, a lot. And then Goku, yeah. but you have to save them. <laughs> they need to. They be brought back with some sensu beans pretty often. Yeah. Oh no. That's uh. It's not a. It's not a compliment. But they're valuable members of the Dragon Ball universe. That's for sure. They're love. They're loved by all. Just pretty mean. That's pretty mean. Not very effective in the boss yeah, fights. You know. It's but, okay. We'll show them yeah. in a week next week. Yeah, next yeah. week it's me, Kyun, and Soju, and Pigot in one lobby, and we're gonna show them who's who's better. All right. I mean, the thing is, is your results the first week are pretty good, right? Middle of the pack. Obviously, like it's only one week, but. Okay. Uh, 42 points, it, you know, we can say middle of the pack for the standings on the screen there, but really, that's only five points behind second place. So it's all very close right now. What do you think the key to, uh, to beating Soju is going to be? Don't give away the strategies. But... Okay, I know the key to us winning the tourney. Emily needs to stop ball fouring and we win the tourney. <laughs> wow! Okay, listen, what? my first game was so unlucky. I don't know if you guys watched it. <laughs> But I was playing Valkaz, me and the other Valkaz player rolled at the same time. He hit seven Valkazes, and I was stuck Valkaz 1 the entire time while he hit Valkaz 3, and I bought Ford. How unlucky is that? More dog, do something! Okay, okay, to be fair, I think Emily <laughs> played a game, I think she played game 1 and 2, game 1 really well, but then she got too tilted up game 1, because the other guy just got bailed out by Valkaz 3. But yeah, we're shelling, we're shelling, we're hard. Uh, this week was a fluke. Okay. So like Luke, next you did week, pretty good though. Or like I yeah, I always do good. Okay. <laughs> Most of the time. No, I'm oh wow. No, I'm joking, oh, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. Did he show you this attitude when... Alright. No, he actually taught Ford every game he played rats. And then the one game he got scared off by like the Valkov three high roller. He's like, Oh, this guy's like a high roller. I've, I've gotta play something else. And he gave oh. it to that Valkov three guy for free. And then he bought Ford and he's like, Never mind, I'm back to rats. So like I trust my partner to be really good at like some D Gen comp. That's true, that's true. So uh -huh. one thing that Drachi said in the interview, I'm not sure if you heard, but uh they were saying that they knew Buzzy could win the lobby, so uh, Drachi instead just griefed like the other like uh, Tristana reroller. So mm. they, they they held hands at seventh and eighth, while uh, Buzzy had the potential to go for first, and he did. So it's like stuff like that where um, I'm not sure how much it's worth, right? I don't think you're supposed to do that like every game, but like once once per day, it, it might, might make sense in that kind of situation. So. Uh, I'm concerned some, that some people like, are sweating. Some people are sweating for this. I'm concerned that we're like driving this team apart, Frodan. On our show right now, there's there's some anger. I feel like this is a counseling what? session now between you teammates. This is like the one? they had to bring in the professional sports coach to get the players to work together. What? Kiyun was the one who just flamed his teammate. I know, no, that's no, what no, I'm talking chilling, about. That's what I'm talking no. about. We're asking these yeah. questions and Kiyun is using his I didn't, opportunity. You didn't ask him anything. That we invited them on this show for Odan. We're responsible for this to a, to a oh. certain level. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Me and Kiyun have known each other for a long time. Nothing can tilt us. 
right, Keenan? All right. Yeah, yeah. No, we are, we already know, everyone knows um our game our week one was a fluke. Like yeah. also, we're gonna Chris have Evan, okay. Evan and Soji team got super lucky too. That that's yeah, they got so lucky. They should be dead last right now. Exactly. They should be like 20, 20 points. Yeah. That's pretty well. <laughs> I I think Chad agrees too. Yeah. <laughs> this was our fifth question for agree. That's right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, all right, where do we go from here? I'll tell you where. To an even better segment. Everybody's favorite segment, Emily and Kuhn's GSS team tier list. That's right. We only have, uh, you know, we'll give you like uh, 10 spots. If you want to only do like eight, you, that's okay too, because that's half the teams in the tournament or so. But it's time to rank who you think the best teams in the Giant Slayer series are. In any order, really. Wait, I need to pull Wait, sorry, up the list. I'm going to get the list of the thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. It's, I think it's linked in Discord in our in our uh, chat here for uh, for the show. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. I got it. All right, so I'm really curious to see who you're gonna. I mean, obviously, like obviously, you know, Soju's not even gonna make the list, right? Eight eight seven five not gonna be on there. I would guess, but. But this is, should be an honest list too, so you know. We'll... Wait, are we just doing the top eight or? No, yeah, yeah. Let's do all... let's do top four. Who, Not all. We, we don't need to do all of them. Yeah. Wait, wait, can we do top four teams who we think are gonna make into the finals, and sure. one weakest team in the tourney? So be five. Well, that's only five. You're really this is this isn't like you're not haggling for like how you're doing this tier list. Just just give us your top eight, man. Oh, yeah, okay. I think. <laughs> or, okay, can I go first, or should we go together? Uh, you can name one, and then I can name one, maybe. Okay, sure. And then we can I think agree. the strongest team is probably Ramblin' Roblin team. No, I, yeah, I actually agree. Yeah. I think they're probably one of the most consistent tourney. Um, they played in previous t- team tourney before as well, so um, yeah. I think that team's the strongest. I think that's yeah. the one I was I was going to say that, too, because I think Robin's like super consistent in um, just tourneys in general, and also I think he's a good player and a good coach on, like... I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. But um, I think Robin is great, and I think Ramblin's a really good player and like consistent as well. So, like some of the other players, like on top of the ladder, aren't very consistent in tourneys. So, I think they're the two that are like actually good at the game and very consistent in tourneys. They performed well in the first week. Good choice, I think. I think a lot of people would put them on top right now. Uh, what's who's number two? You going Emily? Uh, yeah, I think, I actually don't know how well, um, wait, let me pull up, can I, what's the scores? Did people riot do well last uh, week? Here, I've got, I'll, I'll put the image in our, uh, our chat for this show. There you go. Oh, I think number two is, uh, there's the scores. Um, Nubal plus TQA. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like, it's probably Nubal and TQA and then. Um, I wanted to see how well People Riot was doing. Okay. Yeah, I think Nubalo and DQA were like, is either one or two as well. Okay. Yeah, but they had the, the Nubalo debuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Nubalo did well this week, right? I think. Yeah, but like, it, it, it doesn't matter because you play as a team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it, it doesn't matter. They're, they're 43 points, so they're right in the middle of the moment. It's true. I'm not saying that they're they're not winning. I'm just saying like you know, there's this weird like, I I, there's like this weird like curse going on where like Newbell uh 
for some reason, tournaments he entered. New not able to like. Yeah, new Valor attorneys are kind of cursed. You're but not last wrong, week, he actually thing. did okay. So maybe the curse is broken. I don't know. Maybe team tournaments are like the, the thing to help break the curse even more, too. You never know. All right. Who do you got for number three, Kian? Third strongest team, I think it's. Um... Oh, let me see this list. <laughs> You've asked Everyone's like, like three times. Like, who's no, 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 sorry, I'm looking at it. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to ego or anything, but I think it's actually us. Like oh. all these teams I'm seeing, they're, they're, look, they're looking kind of weak. Emily, no agree ego. or disagree? Um, you know, I actually thought before that Pocky and Rue were pretty strong. That would like have been one of my like, top ones. But then I saw them, and I actually think third is probably us but like i i think pocky and rue like we're supposed to be a really strong team as well only been one week you never know okay so okay. are you power ranking or are you like based off of the results you're like using the results you're using you're using four games of tft to judge people's skill emily is that what's going on oh no no i'm saying like maybe rue like doesn't perform well in tourneys or something because she gets really she was like really flustered because people mm. were like flaming her a little bit so like i think maybe she's like not she's a really good player but she, maybe she's not like good under pressure is what i and that's like because she hasn't really been in that many tourneys um uh but like i know like pocky and rue are both like really good players but i don't know what happened to them last week so that's why like i don't know if they should be everybody's got to get that that tournament sort of like uh, armor you know when you eventually have to deal with the pressure and all that kind of stuff and it takes a while for some players it's true yeah but then also the other day yesterday or two days ago Rue came into my stream and made me build an rfc rfc gumblade yasuo that was the fastest eighth ever so that's also another reason i'm not sure she belongs in the top four with pocky anymore Oh, okay. Whoa, all right. Now we're, get, we're getting real now. Okay, I like where this no, is going. So, so who is the fourth then? Okay, so you would put them fourth then. Oh, see, Emily, you can't, um, you, you, you can't just okay. say it. I'll ask you, I'll ask you. I think it's either Pocky, <laughs> Rube, Spencer, Aegon, or GV, and Spicy Appies. I think it's GV and Sp a Spicy Apples way stronger than Pocky, Rue, or Spencer, Aegon. Way stronger. Well, yeah, yeah, that was like one of the teams that I thought was like pretty strong. I think GV, I think GV, they did look pretty good. I think four or five is Chibi, Spicy Apples, Appies, and probably, um, I mean, yeah, Chibi, Spicy Appies is four. Yeah, I think, yeah, five, that team is really strong. All right. We're halfway through. <laughs> who's, who's number five? The thing is, a lot of these players are in chat right now, so they want to know where you're ranking them you know that's also an important mm. fact that's why we got to go deeper we gotta we can't just stop at the top four it's a lot of players Wait. with high expectations in chat right now no, hang see, on your pa every words pocky says rue broke my mental too so those two have like oh, don't no. have team synergy so we got to play some lower now Wait, are we all listing right. all 16 of them no 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 you don't only have to do the top eight only half M milk oh, wants yeah. you to do top 16 though he is i mean I, if you want to you and check stop you, you. Yeah. You're you're only we'll say you're only required to do the top eight. But if you want to yeah. go farther, I'm not gonna stop you. This is all content. Uh our five I'll put um milk and Becca. I guess. Oh okay. yes. 
They're pretty good at results day one, right? Oh yeah, Becca crushed yeah. it. Oh she, yeah, yeah. She had the she, had, she carried milk. Right, she right. Tied for number one in points. Solid. We are doing full... milky tits. Oh. You, you don't what? need to listen to chat. What? 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 Nothing. 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 They were reading huh? what delicious milk is typing in chat. Yeah. Full uh, sixteen. Uh, they want to do full, full sixteen. Yeah, they want full sixteen, <laughs> Buzz, or Buzz he's gonna unsub. Okay. okay, but does it even matter? Like the middle of the pack, like no one remembers. Like it's you either win the tourney or no, everyone forgets the second, third, fourth, fifth. Everyone's meaningless. Yeah. So you want to now that we've done the top five? Are you saying you want to do like the bottom three or something? Oh, yeah. oh no 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 no! That's me. That's, that's me. That's two PM. That's two PM. Okay. You just flames half the players by saying it doesn't matter who's in the middle because they're forgettable. No, that was cute. I didn't say that. You are a team. Okay, that's how life. What is this team chemistry? You you back your teammate up, Emily. You don't leave Kiyo not to draw. That's why we. That's why we get wrecked in Valorant because you're supposed to swing together. I have a really good reason. Okay, give me an example. Okay, who won last world? Who who won? Who won third and last? World Cup. Do you remember World Cup? Oh yeah, it was um, Italy. Italy? Our guy. I don't know. Oh. Dude, no one knows this. No one can remember who's going to be second no, and third. No, it was like, was wasn't it? First. Um, wait, oh my god, why did I forget his name? The MIT guy. It's a Ramkev, right? Ramkev. No, he was, or, no, no, yeah, Ramkev, Ramkev. Ramkev. Yeah, because it was. Sorry, my mind Wasn't it jaywalking SC Ramkev? So this okay. is this yeah, might yeah, well yeah. be a hundred years ago. But this my is point TFT is, time. nothing matters unless you're first. Is what I'm saying. Like everyone just forgets the middle of the pack. Wow, that's harsh. Okay, well, so that's, third that's, is I, I agree with that. Up there, I agree with that mindset. I agree with that mindset. So, who's number six on your list? Wait, I, I accidentally closed the thing. Um, <laughs> number six, I think. Uh, I don't know. Probably Spencer Aegon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We're literally too. in sixth place. Okay. Solid pair. Just reading off the off the list now. No, no, I'm not. I'm reading off the <laughs> the list of players. Trust, trust. Okay, okay I, I believe. You. Oh, I forgot about Crown and Solas. I think they're they're somewhere around there too. Everybody forgets about Kurum. Like Solas got dragged in this a little bit too, but like everybody forgets Kurum exists. We remember we were we did so many NA tier lists, and at the end people were like, "Oh yeah, Kurum's out there. He's really good, isn't he?" Everybody forgets about poor Kurum. I think Carmen Solis is up there too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, the Mega First, the Buzzy Boo and Jirachi team, I can't tell if they're like, like, like a. I think Jirachi is good some patches at forcing one comp well. No, but like, heard, it depends on if he's. I heard yeah. Buzzy Boo played 10 games only on this patch or on this side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> he's a Valorant player, but he popped oh, yeah. off. Yeah. Deep understanding. He, he's, he's not really a Valorant player. I'll, I'll, <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> Wait, is that Flame like he's a bad Valorant player? Like he doesn't play Valorant? No, he's, he's, like, he's like his second week of playing the game. Wait, but he's high ranked, right? He's like gold or plat. He's that like is gold. not high ranked. In what world thing? is that I'm high ranked? Rank. Oh, Emily, Emily, Emily. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Don't, don't Anything higher than silver is high to me in Valorant. Okay. Okay, in Valorant. Yeah, I think I'll put um Solus and Kurum at seven. Okay. Solid. All right. So we got one to go. One more. Who makes the top eight and who is left out? Okay, it's, of the list? I think it has to be Bert and HJW. 
Bert is a good player, and his friend that he brought is the biggest high roller in the world. Well, I, I think it's Mega Press. They, they have so much point lead. They're at 54. I mean, what, that... yeah, the team that crushed everyone else in points in the first week isn't even on your list yet. Oh. That's kind of insane. <laughs> like, I can't tell Fuzzy Boo. Uh, okay, if, if, if he only played 10 games a set, and uh -huh. then he went like... I think he went one two two one or something. Yeah, he went like, like one that. two two one with ten games a set. Unless he has a secret account, I think he just high rolled. Was he? Yeah, he yeah. He, he says he high rolled. He oh, said, yeah, okay, he says okay, he hasn't okay, played okay. very many games on the set. So, um, sure, I'm down for. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I, I could. Um, I'm down for anyone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm down for either Mega Furrets or We Are Going 8th. I, I feel like We Are Going 8th is higher on, in my book. This is a power yeah. ranking. It's not yeah. necessarily reflective of the one day of play. That is true. Sure, we're going with We Are Going 8th team. Wow. I think that's a... Frodan, I think this is a gross underestimating of uh, the Mega Furrets that we're seeing right now. Yeah, we're not on broadcast. I think this is fine. <laughs> totally, how it is. I, I like I, the trash talk. I, I think I think it's fine too, you know. But uh, I gotta say, I I I think this is a list people okay. are gonna go back to later in the tournament. Might be like hmm, a little bit scuffed. Just my prediction. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, the point thing is we didn't leave off uh, any any good players off this list, right? Right, Q. Right, Emily. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well. Dragged, kicking, and screaming through the mailbag. We have emerged from the... Wait, they didn't make the bottom team. The they said oh, they said they to do the bottom team. Oh, you want yeah, to do a bottom team? Okay. Team. All right, my bad. All right, we're not done yet. Oh, this is so easy. Yeah, so easy. <laughs> you could just see... It's like shining. There's like one area of the, of the, of the team. It's uh -huh. shining. There's a radiant blessing. There's a radiant blessing on this team. It's yeah, so the 8875. I think that team is probably the weakest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And why is mm -hmm. that? Give us the details. Um, you, you, you could just go on their stream and you could look at their gameplay and you could already just tell this, this team is not having it, you know? <laughs> what is it specifically <sighs> that, that makes this? They're, the they're just, it just, um, you, you just, yeah. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you already know, fine. like, the team synergy isn't there when Soju introduces his partner as, um, yeah, I chose Press Event, um, He's not good at TFT, but I kind of had to choose him because I've known him IRL for a while. Like, you already know when a team starts their intro like that, they're, they're going 16th. Maybe it's sandbagging, though. Wait, do you, is there a side bet going on between you, you, you guys and, uh, and Soju? No, I'm no, actually down to do a side bet for next week. Yeah, I'm down to do a side bet next week. Do you want to announce that side bet right now? Well, they have to soldier oh, them at the turns. I mean, they yeah, can they, they can throw it out there though, you know, like hey, we'll do this if you do this kind of thing, like that. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, they already said they're going to do it, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably it. Try to get yeah. more content for our show, Dan. Oh, oh wait, are they in chat? Yeah, or Soju. Yeah, Soju's. I saw Soju's in in chat. Yeah. Oh, P P got there too. Okay. P got. I pressed the button in his IRL. Yeah, pressed the in his IRL friend. All right. Well, should we should we try to make something here? We should we try to figure it out later? Do we have enough time? Um, We're on a delay. I think that's partially why it's a little bit. Hard. Oh, that's true. We're also on a little bit of a delay, so uh, so it's a little bit tough to actually make it happen. Okay. What kind of sci-fi do you want to do, Kyun? 
I'm confident. I'm not to do anything. Yeah, I'm confident too. There's no way. Oh. Well, never mind then. Like, what does a certain point of Yamcha mean? Yamcha? Okay, so basically, <laughs> Yamcha is Yamcha. like a meme character in, in Dragon Ball. And uh, they're saying, like, oh, there's a 13 point Yamcha egoing on other players. So. <laughs> that was a fluke. Next week, I'm going to have 30 points. Trust. <laughs> Pesavit says 500 each side bet. Whoa. Wager. Seo Soldier says wager 10k, no pitch. Oh. 10k. Oh my That's That's a lot. That's the entire price for the tournament. That is. You'd have to become every player at that point. Yeah. Seems like a lot. See, the thing is, he's bluffing. He's bluffing. He tries to intimidate you with a big bet, Kieran. Oh, uh, poker strategy. I'm actually down. I'm actually down. For 10K oh, or for what? 500K? Oh, I'm not for that. I'm not for a solo 10K. Like me versus Soju. Like what we want. Oh, 10K. Oh, yes. The okay. precedent says I can't do 10K. Wager 500 each. Yeah. Time. I'm down for like 1K. Okay, 10K is okay. too much. 10K is too much. Someone will be financially. What? Ruined. No, Kier, don't do this, bro. Don't do this. Don't walk but it down. Don't do what? I'm down as long as it's a one v one, but I know Soju's gonna. Wait, no, 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 no. Okay, let's let's do this. You and Soju can do 10k one v one, and me and P God can do 1k one v one. Okay, but actually, I'm too broke. I can't do. Okay, even though I know I'm gonna win, maybe maybe Soju got down some hacks and you know just win every game. No, competitive. You not like this. No. All right. What's what's the real bet then? Yeah, they'll they'll work it out. They'll work it yeah, out. They'll figure. Out. Okay, we don't need to do it right now. We got to land. That's that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So there you go. There there's the the tier list. Everybody, I think it's time. I think it's time to what high pass time to move on to our mailbag. We've got a we got a question for you from uh, Jay Lau, and I will also say too. Right now, even though chat is like insane, um, throw some questions. For Emily and Kuhn in chat, they'll pick out their favorite one, and that person will win a gift card as well. So keep that in mind while you're answering this question. We'll have both of you answer it, so you got a little bit of time to also check out chat as well. But this is this is going to go great, I'm sure. So Jelau asks, how does preparing for a duo's tourney differ from a regular one? Emily, why don't you go ahead and add, answer that one first? Um, I think... It's a little bit similar for the both both of us because I think neither of us really prepares that much for solo or dual attorneys. Um, but that's just because we're lazy. Uh, <laughs> but it is a little different because like we have to have a bit of you know plan in place. So like Kyun was spamming rats basically, and he was like, "Oh Emily, I'm gonna start like bow. I'm gonna just be rats 2020. Don't contest me. Don't go for the bow. Don't." have the hold the rats like don't hold the cannons if you see them in your shop sell them sell them stuff like that so like it's like you have to have something in place but um apart from that like yeah it was uh, we had to like communicate a bit more but it wasn't too much different okay kian how about you there's like some stuff going on in chat right now too Oh, yeah, about the bet thing. The bets are happening. Uh, yeah, okay, but... for the, how does preparing for a duo sorry differ from a regular one? Yep. Uh, um, 
Um, usually, it's just basically like what item you're starting, like your first item choice from Carousel, and if you can't get that, what's your second choice? And then we try to play like comps that's not overlapping. And if one person is playing real comp, um, if if you if you see that real comp champion in your shop, you sell it. So those those are the only things we do or we prepare. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, we also have questions from chat in Discord right now. If you check that out, pick one that you like, and uh, they'll get uh, they'll get a gift card. You'll have to agree on it though, because there's only one, so it has to be a team decision. Despite other distractions going on in Twitch chat, but yeah, check out Discord and and uh, which question there do you like? Which which lucky chat individual will win the gift card? There's one in all caps. That's the one that jumps out at me, but I can't make the choice for you. Mort can't win, but he's got a great question. Oh, can I answer Mort's question? What is your favorite high roll moments in your TFT career? Wait, I don't even see Mort's question. What are is, oh, it's, is Well, it was just in chat. It's not in Discord. In chat. It's in chat. Oh, it's, it's in chat. Because oh, okay. Mort can't win. So we can't put that one in there. But you can answer that one if you want to, and then answer a question from Discord. Okay. I think my favorite Hyrule moment in your t in my TFD career. Uh, there's actually so oh man. I think I think I think nothing beats um three by three mech. Like upgraded three star fizz, three star rumble, three star Annie. And it, the mech does like 10k damage, it wipes the entire board. I think that's really satisfying. Those were some fun yeah, moments. Yeah, mech days. Yep. Does anyone ask that question well. too? Or when he won, when he won the, the China versus NA tournament, that was pretty high roll, but it was also really cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was like... That was I think what really time, made... Fun. That's what, like, when, when Kiyun, like, arrived in NA TFT, you know? I think, like, prior to that, he was, like, this guy that, like, people hated queuing into, and then he became, like, the, 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 the North American hero, you know? The North American hero. No, no, no. That right. was a... Does anyone He's answer that question? About the we, CN players, yeah. Are we going into the main questions? Oh, we'll, we'll go, yeah, go we'll to the to Discord the questions and the ones that oh, are sure. in Discord, you can pick one of those to, to award the, uh, the gift card to. Do we choose one? Yes. Oh, can we I do... Can, can um, first, no, no, first, can you type, like, type your top two and then I'll type my top two? Oh, and then we can choose? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this one first. I like Team Synergy. All right. One, Congrats to JLR, giveaway winner for the, the first part here. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the new questions in chat are pretty good. Um, actually, I'll just do this. <laughs> Wait, I kind of only like this one is, of them. This has become <laughs> yeah, way more complex. Yeah, yeah, same, same. I'm, I'm like on the same page as Oh, this you. one is so good. Yeah, it is All right. Well, that's That is a good one. All right, so you want to go with that one then? <laughs> yeah, let's go with this one. Let's go with this okay. one. Okay, so the question is actually from, from Tay AFK, and uh, <laughs> she asks, which champion ability this set do you wish you had and why? This question is so good. Wait, can I, I need I need like a minute to look at the champions. Yeah, same. I'm looking at the champions right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited trying to answer this question. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> trying to remember the champions that are in the set. Okay. <clears throat> they they, they chose. <laughs> Shout out to TFK by the way. I think she's really hot. <laughs> wow, Pronan. 
We should what? I okay. I I know. All right. Wait, can you just imagine just, vehicle vehicle skills? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just ability to be a bit sus in real life. Yeah. I don't know if we want anyone to have that ability. Okay, so the question is, uh, which champion ability this set do you wish you had and why? I'm guessing, um, like, do you wish that you had, like, IRL? Yeah, yeah, IRL, yep. I No, they meant as an NFT. Of course IRL, yeah. Wait, is it Rodan, do you have an answer? Yeah, my mine is Rel's ability attract and repel. Actually, it, it's Soraka's silence because I wish people could just shut up. Don't talk if you don't know. <laughs> mm. Just Soraka silence. Oh my god! <laughs> what, would I, what would I pick? That is a tough one. Mm. I think I would just I just pick Velkaz. Just, just fire a huge laser whenever I want. And just like yeah, to kill someone off. Or anything. Well, no, I was thinking, you know, maybe what? to like put a hole through a building to save someone. You know, maybe wow, maybe wow, use wow, it for. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow! There was some some dark stuff that came out there just for a moment. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I my ability that I want would be Timo's ability to one v one anything and win. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you hey, always have definitive dragging rights in a one v one. That's a good one. No, I think I want a Heimer would be really cool. You can like. Just spawn a cute pet that can like protect you whenever, like with huge fireballs. Just one shot right. the whole enemy board. Also, Heimer was like my favorite thing to play last patch. And like, I don't know, I think it's really cute. I love my dogs. I think it'd be fun to have a cute pet dragon that can also, you know, obliterate everyone that is a bully <clears throat> or wow. like contest me. You know, so anyone who can cont contests Emily or bullies anyone deserves death. Noted. Okay, got it. Kune, what what would you say? Your uh, the ability choice is. You've had long enough. You got to pick something. Yeah, I think it has to be Viego. He, Why is that? You could just ult someone and then you steal <laughs> them, and he basically <laughs> becomes your team. What the heck? Oh. No, I'm pretty sure. Like, just just imagine you, you just Viego and Soju, and then Soju becomes uh, becomes you, and then Soju just starts making starts streaming and just starts feeding me all the econ, all the econ. Oh, it's like he just it's like a free slavery. I just steal Soju, and it's like free oh, slavery no. working under me. What? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just Viego and Soju. No, I don't know what you mean at all, Q. <laughs> this went to a really dark place. Um. <laughs> you know? just well, in his room and just make him stream twenty hours a day. Yeah, give me all the money. Just give you all the money. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, I think we learned a lot about. We did. Uh, I, I learned a lot about my friends today. I learned a lot about my. Friends. We learned, you know, so we we dug deep some some psyche, some stuff buried deep in the psyches of our guests uh, was brought out today. I feel like we all grew. Um, I feel like there may be some restraining orders that uh, result from this uh, this podcast, but um, that happens sometimes. That's fine. It's been a great show. <laughs> final <laughs> final thoughts, uh, Frodan. Any any final thoughts uh, on on our episode today? Uh, I'm really excited to see the terms of the bet because uh, I know yeah. Preston was really down in chat with Emily, and I know Keaton and Sojourn are going to come with something. So. 
Uh-huh. All right. Uh Kiyun, any any final thoughts, shout outs, uh apologies, name changes, anything you wanna <laughs> wanna add at the end of this? Um I probably said some um controversial stuff. <laughs> show. Hopefully it didn't offend anyone. It wasn't like serious. It was mostly just jokes. I mean it was just it was jokes, not mostly just jokes. It was directed at Soju, uh, so it's extra okay. Yeah, um, I had fun. Thank you for inviting us. Um, next week, we'll do a lot better. Hopefully, we're in the finals. Yep. Yeah, and I All just right. want to say, I don't actually want to, like, kill off my, like, people who contest me or whatever. Um, I think it's actually better that you contest me, because then I can become a better player, because trying to play contested, you know? Um, and, yeah, next week, I'm going to pop off. We're gonna definitely have a bet, either a two v two or one one on one bet, and we're gonna take all their IRL econ, and <laughs> yeah. it'll all be right. lit. Well, oh, actually, I do want to say one thing. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I, I started streaming recently, and uh, the love that TFT community showed me was really nice. So you know, Keen hosted me, Kurum hosted me, and one of my friends, Ali Straza, hosted me. It was like really, really nice, and. Um, I always say it, but like as much as we like to meme and kind of flame each other and apparently secretly wish to enslave our best friends uh, against their will, uh, you know, I think the TV community is pretty lit. So uh, overall, thank you everyone who showed up yesterday. Indeed, great. we're nicer than it may indicate in the last 10 days. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, very, we're very wholesome. Trust us, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, I feel like we ended on a wholesome note and that's all we can really ask for, right? That was a, This was an amazing show. Thank you so much, Emily Wang and Kiyun for joining us. Best of luck in the Giant Slayer series presented by Wisdom. Thanks to the staff at Wisdom out there for putting on the show. It's It's been it's been interesting. Uh, TFT is always something we like to talk about, though, so thanks for stopping by. And uh, definitely watch the Giant Slayer series uh, next week again. It's going to be great. Monday and Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, for everyone here, thanks for watching. Stay safe, play some TFT. Uh, be responsible with your money. And we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye.